0: Hey everyone, Arsul here. Week 2 of the new season and I'm already looking at the league table, looking up from my 39th position at the mountain I have to climb to finish in a respectable position this season. One person who is not looking up is Konstantin, whose team Holibus and Shaw, great name by the way, currently holds first place by the finest of margins, a mere one point. I sat down with Konstantin to discuss his team, strategies, Man United and the Pogba Rashford penalty facade. Before we go into it, Remember to subscribe to the podcast, which is available on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Enjoy! Hey, Konstantin, how are you?
1: I'm good, and yourself?
0: Not too bad. First first of all, can I just ask you how, um, what, what do your friends call you, like Konstantin, or do they call you <laughs> something else?
1: Yeah, some some people call me Consta, or most people call me Consta. Okay. Um and uh Yeah, but you generally just introduce myself as Constantine uh, for the most part. So.
0: Okay. Awesome. So yeah, so just to start us off, Consta. Um you know, I'm 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 assuming the UWC has given us, you know, enough uh friendship points for me to be able to call you Consta. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> um so just uh, just to start us off, uh, let us know um, a little bit about yourself, what, what UWC you went to, when did you graduate, what do you do now?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I went to UWC Mahindra. Wow, that uh, seems like a very long time ago now that I think about it. But yeah, we are getting old, I guess. Um, this was 10-12, class of 10-12, so a reunion should be coming up pretty soon, like, um,
0: so that, in the... <laughs> that was so. You graduated in 2012. Yeah, 2012. Okay, so that's the same year, same year as
1: me. So oh, look at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um. That went to Mahendra. Had a nice time, and then I got. I came to the United States for undergrad through Davis. So I went to University of Oklahoma. Uh, that's where I got my undergrad. And then I got my job, I started working after that for um, a computer company. And then um, just recently, I moved back to the same college for my master's. So right now, that's pretty much what I'm doing right now. I'm working on my master's for MIS and I should be graduating hopefully uh, next summer if everything goes according to plan.
0: Okay. Awesome. So, what's what's your master's in?
1: It's in management information systems. Okay. So, yeah, it's like a cross between IT and business intelligence. So.
0: Okay. Sounds sounds clever. You've you've told us um, a little bit about yourself. So let's let's go into the football, shall we? Um, I, I want to start us off with uh, letting 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 everyone know who you support and uh, what your earliest footballing memory is.
1: Yeah, so um, I uh, support, I guess, the, both those questions tie in together, because I remember I was a kid, um, so young, probably, I don't know, single digits, and uh, they There was Man United versus Real Madrid Champions League match. Um, Obviously, I had seen matches here and there uh, before that, but this was the first time I was actually concentrating on a match from front to end. And the match ended. Yeah, this was the
0: Ronaldo hat trick.
1: Yeah, yeah, Old yeah,
0: Trafford, Yeah, yeah.
1: Ronaldo yeah. scored a hat-trick, and he got a standing ovation. Yeah, And then I remember Beckham scored, Ruben Nistelrooy scored, and I was like, wow, this is the best match I've ever seen. It's still up there in one of the best matches I've ever seen. And, um, uh, yeah, after that, I was like, yeah, Man United is the team that I'm going to support, and I have supported them ever since, despite the fact that Real Madrid, I think... We won, yeah, just 4-3, but, like, Ronaldo put in, like, such a fantastic performance. So, but, yeah, that's what made me a fan of Manu, and I've been a fan of it since.
0: You've not not, uh, wavered in the last few years, have you? No.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's been hard, obviously, (laughs) and I may have thought about it, but, no, I mean, I didn't really think about it. I was like, you know, as a fan, these are the things that you have to go through we all have good times and bad times so
0: yes yeah, so i was just gonna say like because i am i'm because i'm also a man united fan so i wanted i want to talk a little bit about um Solcia and uh this season um a little bit later mm-hmm. but uh i think i was i just want to move into the um the fantasy league this season so you are um leading the league how does that feel
1: <laughs> it feels awesome. I mean, I'm just going to enjoy it while it lasts. I didn't actually know that it was going to be until because there was one more match left on Monday. And uh, Marcial was playing and it was my team. And I had a, I mean, I didn't really have that much high expectations because Wolves always a tough game. But, uh, yeah, we, he played, he had a very really nice finish. I got seven points out of him and then... Next thing I know it, I'm looking at the league. I'm like, whoa, I am number one. This is probably not going to happen very often, so I'm just going to like enjoy it while it lasts because I feel like I just got lucky with my initial picks. I, I already took a minus four because my, <laughs> my game week one, I did like, really well. And then I ended up, I was like, you know, if I am if I did really well in game week one, I might as well take a hit um, because Adrian was coming in to replace uh allison right and then i was like and martial the, the news just came out that he was going to be playing number nine and i was like no i have to get this guy because i remember there was a time last season where i had him and he went on like a seven or eight game scoring screens screen. so just like kept on scoring a goal a goal a goal a goal and assist assist, the goal and yeah i was like yeah this guy's a confidence player there's nobody else ahead of him in a pecking order. So, um, I have to get him. So I had to take a minus <laughs> minus four and I used I had Larissa, took Larissa, put Adrian and Martial because his price was gonna rise and took out Paris because I'm planning to keep Marcial for like the long term. So
0: okay.
1: yeah, that was my thought process. I ended up being yeah. lucky and other players are the ones that saved my my team anyway
0: so <laughs> and are you, are you the sort who who tends to do well in these leagues like every season so like how, how long have you been playing the how, how long have you been in the uwc league uh
1: i've been in it for a while um let me just pull in my team i started playing let's say maybe five years ago and then maybe two years ago is when i started being serious about it i found uh subreddit about fantasy that you know is talking about that and um it's when i got serious i got into the league i had like a top 10 finish uwc finish two years ago and then last year i almost was there but then i kind of lost interest at the end because of some stupid bits and then this year i think it's gonna go well and um Actually, the, the, the reason why uh, last year I didn't do so is because I, was, I wasn't picking and sticking with somebody that I know. Like, it was between, I was switching constantly back and forth between Salah and Sterling. And then Salah went on a scoring spree when I didn't have him, and then I get him, and then he blanks for like six, seven games straight or something, and then Sterling goes ham. And then I get Sterling back, and then Salah starts getting quiet, and then Mane's the one getting the points. So, so yeah, I was like, you know what, next season I'm just gonna pick one of those guys and stick with them, and uh, yeah. So I'm like Team No Salah, and uh, I'm gonna keep it that
0: way. Awesome. But, so that that sounds like that sounds like you know that you're good at what you do, because like, <laughs> I mean a top ten finish, you know, that's not something to to laugh at. That's that's some serious business.
1: Oh, all yeah, right thanks um though yeah it's just uh i enjoyed i was enjoying it and i was enjoying like reading about it and i found some podcasts here and there so pretty much you know we, we have all that knowledge you know you might as well and patience might as well just use it
0: yeah so you've, you've alluded to some of your picks um a little bit earlier but let's let's just go into your team shall we so um starting from your goalkeepers um who've you who've you who've you picked this year and why
1: yeah uh this year i started with Loris because you know spurs is the third best team in the league probably arguably right now and uh once they have a stretch usually the kind of team when they have a stretch of nice fixtures they are going to keep clean shades So, um, it's not like, you know, like a United where like a game that they're expected to win, they lose, you know. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, Spurs is one of those. I started with Lloris and then, um, but then I switched to Adrian once uh, Allison got injured because that was a way for me to get Marcial in. But, no, so it's Adrian Button right now. Adrian will change at some point. Okay. And then the back line is uh, Dean, One Bissaka, Lundstrom, Zinchenko, and Van Dijk. So one Bisaka is actually a transfer that I just made recently because um, Robertson, I, I already have three livables. So last game week, if Adrian did not fuck that thing up,
0: mm-hmm. I would have had
1: 12 points. Right. Believe that, yeah. So it's like now nah, I'm too heavy on Liverpool defense. I need to get rid of one of these guys, and I got rid of Robertson because he was the one being most transferred out, and Van Dijk is the most owned defender, I think.
0: So see, I want them- see, yeah. So see, you're a you're a better fantasy player than so, I am because so like I I I like fantasy, but like my fandom takes precedence. So I I I I, I struggle to pick players from Liverpool, for example. Because uh, I, I just don't I don't just don't like taking pleasure in Liverpool doing well. I will I will happily pick city players. It's, it's really weird. So I will happily pick like a city player. Like I'll pick I like my love for Raheem Sterling, um incredible really. But uh for some reason I cannot pick a Liverpool player and hope hope to do well. So like I I know Andy Robertson is like fantastic, right? Um yeah. and you know, Mo Salah, obviously, Mane, uh, Firmino, but I just can't pick any of those guys. And I think that's why I'm probably not gonna finish well in the league this year, but I just <laughs> I just cannot see myself.
1: Hey picked. listen, you know what? There's this guy that won the you know he won the the whole thing. And he never had a Liverpool player. Like two week two years ago or something, he won the entire fantasy without having any Liverpool player. And this was like the season where Salah scored like twenty five goals or something like that. I don't know. Okay. So yeah, it
0: can be done. There's hope, there's, there's hope.
1: and <laughs> it can be done. You don't have to have Liverpool to mm. to do well.
0: Yeah, I think I think to win the league, they say you just need to have picked a uh, team of Pookie in your team somehow.
1: Yeah, exactly, the Pookie train. Just turn the Pookie train, and you'll be okay. You know, just save your team and don't even look at it. You know, it'll be fine.
0: <laughs> and who who else have you got in your defense then?
1: Yeah, so I got one Bisak game for Robertson. Um I guess that's good, one less Liverpool player. And uh I had Lundström in who surprisingly came out of nowhere with like fourteen points last yeah. last game. Yes. Um, who
0: is also not Swedish. He he has a very Swedish name, but he's English.
1: Oh yeah, I was so surprised he has his English. Um so it's like, ah okay, that's interesting. Yeah, anyway, I have Lundstrom, Zinchenko, from cheap Man City, and uh, Van Dijk, and um, so that's the back line, and midfield, I have Marcial, like I mentioned, Sterling, mm-hmm. and De Bruyne. So, this was actually a really good thing that I did at the beginning, because my thought process was, um, I watched the... I wanted to see how De Bruyne is doing um, off of injury, because when that guy is not injured, he's on 100%, it's just on another level. So I watched the highlights of him specifically for him during the the Community Shield game against Liverpool. And he was was, creating chances left, right, centre. But what stuck out to me the most is... Sterling was just like the one getting behind all the chances that De Bruno was creating. He was in the yeah. box, he was next to Aguero. Yeah. I was like, nah, I have to have these two players. So yeah. that meant having not having Salah. And um, so yeah, so the the rest of my midfield is completed by Dedonke and Joguinho. Joguinho because he takes penalties, although I might kick him out soon, and the Donkey because it's cheap.
0: Um Dindonka from Wolves. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Scored a goal. You don't deny. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. His cheap is nailed. I was like, yeah, oh, that's a safe pick. Awesome. And then uh, front line, I I had to have Kane. Uh, just because I think it's the first time in a while he has is having like a good preseason. Like, he's not tired, not coming off of a World Cup. So I knew he was going to be ready and ready to go. Yeah. And this is a guy that's one of the golden boot like how many seasons in a row so yeah
0: that's another that's another risky pick because Kane in August is not normally a good pick but
1: yeah I know but then I think it broke that August duck I think yeah last last season.
0: season
1: yeah 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 so I was like ah this August thing seems to be in the past so I'm gonna go with Kane um because, and also, like, the there weren't many other forward options that I liked. Uh, Aubameyang is good, but you never really know if he's going to be benched yeah. or yeah. getting off at halftime. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I have to have Kane, and then the rest of the team's going to be filler. So flanking Kane is Jota and King. King because he's on pens, and Jota because he had a good preseason, I think. But he may be going off for Bouquier
0: soon. So right. Okay, so you're also your strikers are also not that uh I wouldn't say like they're like on that next level of like the Premier League's like, you know, they will bang in twenty goals a season, right? <laughs>
1: no. No, the only person I'm expecting to bang twenty goals is Kane and
0: Sterling. Kane, yeah. yeah.
1: Martial could have the potential to get twenty goals this season.
0: Yeah, see that's interesting for me as well because so when I when I pick a fantasy team for me saving money on goalkeepers defense is like the priority and then just putting all the money into the like I prefer putting money into strikers. Mm-hmm. So I've got uh, I've got like Rashford, I've got uh, Moise Ken mm-hmm. um and Lacazette. Mm-hmm. So I think my front three on paper anyway is better than yours, I think. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then i you know, I'm I'm not anywhere near the first place in the league. So and just uh for the rest of us who are languishing mid table at the bottom, <laughs> how much how much how much time outside um how much time do you spend um, you know, getting getting to know the uh fantasy system and getting to know the players and what fixtures are coming up and who's playing where. How much time do you spend on that when you pick your team every week?
1: Um I used to spend a lot of time, but then not so much anymore. It's just college and work. But um, right now I listen, you know, like I watch at least, you know, two, two or three games over the weekend. I always watch match of the day um, at yeah. the end, Yeah. Um, even if I don't watch matches. And uh, I listen to a few podcasts. And I'm on Reddit a lot. So, like, um fantasy premier league subreddit um okay. i'm i'm not active on it i'm just i just lurk and browse comments and look at memes <laughs> but okay. uh yeah you do sometimes when well, you know like get some really valuable information out of it like the launch pick there yeah. was a guy on reddit that um spoke about him in <laughs> In, in like a very passionate way like yeah this guy is gonna you know like score you know if you don't have him blah 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 and a lot of Sheffield United fans were you know like who is this guy he's not even gonna start you know so I just went with it you know like he's 4.0 and he's playing in midfield so what's not to like and um, yeah that's how I went so like yeah browse Reddit you know once in a while once every other day or something like that and i also listen to a few podcasts and uh, that generally gives me an idea of how my team should be able to shape up if there's any injury news i'm aware and uh makes me to have a plan i don't have like any like spreadsheets like other people do i just have like uh, a few notes um on like my notes app that i say okay like three game weeks, planned transfers, and that's it. So I've already planned my transfers for, like, the next three game weeks, if nothing
0: goes. Yeah, I mean, I think you're, like, downplaying how (coughs) big that is. I think that's still a lot of, like, that's still a major commitment.
1: It is. I I
0: just, I cannot, like, envision myself sitting down, like, planning the next three games week transfers. Like, I just, I, yeah. If that's what it takes to, you know, getting top of the league, I'm, I'm just going to call it quits.
1: No, you just have an idea because you have, you have players and you have the next five fixtures and you know, like, okay, these are favorable. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I guess I want to say, well, I started seeing good results once I took that approach, not just like one game at a time, but looking at a block okay, in the next five, how many goals or how many assists is this guy likely to get, you know? So um, that's just how, you know, I picked it. That's why I have, like, you know, game week three, game week four, game week five. It's, it's fairly easy. You just write it down because when you watch match of the day, you know, like, oh, this is a good player. This could be a good player. And then you look at the next fixtures that they have and you just say, okay, I'm going to take him out and put him in in the next game week. And you just leave that there. Once that game work comes, they play, if they did well, you know, you keep them. If not, you make notes to see about when you're gonna take them out next or something. But yeah, the main thing is give your team time to breathe, you know. You pick these guys for a reason, so um let them let
0: them play. Awesome. So so now uh, you've you know made made everyone in the league come after you, so
1: <laughs> I know. Watch, know how much it is. watch, watch, watch your back.
0: <laughs> but um, as a as a United fan, um, how do how do you see the season going? Uh,
1: so, I think the window is still open in Europe. So I just first of all, I just want us to not lose Pogba because yes, he has his criticisms, but. Uh, And he has, like, you know, he everybody knows he's a good player, but like he has games where he's, you know, just not there. But I'd rather have an off form Pogba in the team than no Pogba at all, you know. So I want to hope he stays. Two, if he does stay, I think we have a pretty good chance of being up there. I obviously don't have. I said, I'm not going to go into the season with any expectations as long as we do well and the the team is happy and the fans are happy. So, Solskjaer, I like the guy, but I have my reservations about him. He's not really proven, but... I'm behind him, I my him because he's brought a lot of nice changes, like in the background that, you know, like a lot of people don't really talk about. Like the backroom staff has changed a lot. Um, there's a lot that's been going on behind the scenes. We had a really good preseason. He's been able to, you know, make the team press and adapt, you know? So I like the changes that I've seen so far. And one of the issues that I had last season with Lukaku is was, yes, he did score goals, but there were moments when the team was like one back position is building up and then the ball gets to Lukaku and then he does something, he loses it. It bounces off of him, you know, and he's not going to do that all the time, but, you know, and he is still going to score goals, but like the percentages of the times that at critical moments where he lost the ball that could have turned into like a really nice attack that is one thing that I think this season we are going to be able to turn into a few more goals than we did last season. Martial holds the ball really well. Uh, he brings other people into the play. I like the rotation he has with Rashford. And uh, also Rashford has to, like, really step it up. Um, it's this season or, or nothing. He's no longer young. You know, He see, all these guys have to, like, step it up. Rashford, Martial. And uh, as long as we keep Pogba... I feel like we're an injury or two away from being in a crisis. <laughs> but uh, as long yeah. as we keep Pogba fit and all the front line fit, I think we're going to be okay. We're going to finish maybe top four. But like I said, I don't have expectations. As long as the team does well and the fans are happy and everybody's happy next season, we need like at least one or two more transfer windows before we can be contenders, I think. so.
0: Yeah, first thing that I don't think Pogba will be sold this summer. I just it does it just doesn't make sense because, um, the Premier League window is closed. Even if they got like a lot of money for him, like who are they going to spend it on? Like it's just going to go to like paying Alexis Sanchez like, wages or something. So, um, I think it's, it's just I, he uh, will oh, wow. he will not go. I don't think I don't think he won't go. Um, and even like if he if he leaves, there's literally nobody in that midfield who can play. Because Andres Pereira and like, Scott McTominay are like the most useless midfielders. <laughs> this is like, this is like the, you know, it's it's like a, you know, the midfielder, like Tom Cleverly, Darren Gibson. It's like yeah. that, 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 it's like that era midfield Um, United have got. Like in the well, middle. Like so Pereira and uh, who else did you say? McTominay?
1: McTominay.
0: They're both oh. rubbish.
1: McTominay's... Yeah, I guess he's not like I guess he's good, but I suppose not really United uh, level.
0: You
1: no,
0: see, I like I don't know if you remember, like I think in the middle, um United sort of like had like a decent midfield, so they had like Herrera, Matej, Pogba, who were like, mm-hmm. you know, good, good players on their on their on their day. But now yeah. it's just gone back to this, you know, absolute crap fest. So like if Pogba leaves, mm-hmm. then we are screwed. Like right? you can just say goodbye to your top four.
1: <laughs> yeah that's true
0: okay. uh, the next thing about uh, Solskjaer so I said this like in my very first um, like my season preview um, mm-hmm. I just don't see the man lasting till after Christmas like, uh, like I'm happy for him the the, the team has got off to a good start mm-hmm. and they're playing well and I think you know beating Chelsea 4-0 buys him a little bit of time and they played well against Wolves as well um, but I just I don't think um post December. Solskjaer will still be there.
1: Wow. That's um, a that's a bold prediction. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think think a lot of people I think like a couple of weeks ago people were like um it was a debate between Sedan and Solskjaer, right? Like who's who who'll go first. Mm-hmm. Um so I think yeah that'll be that'll be interesting to watch. And finally I think like um Lukaku. Like I think Lukaku gets um a lot of like unfair stick. Like I really like Lukaku. Um, you and, I, and I still, you know, like him. I think he was unlucky last season because, like, um, you know, Mourinho was doing what he does um, in his third season. I think the team was just not built to play with. Because Lukaku requires like your team to play a very certain style of football. Mm-hmm. He's an awesome player if you play that style of football. Like if you that look at Everton, if yeah. you look at Everton, look at West Brom, he scores yeah. goals, right? And I, I like I have no doubt. Like when he's at uh, Inter under, under Conte, he will score at least twenty twenty five this season. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think it was just just the wrong time um, to come to United. I think him maybe under under Fergie in the in the you know maybe a decade ago would have been a really really good signing. Um, so he's unlucky, and I, I I I think they'll have to share the goals this year, right? Like so they don't have. Um, a goal scorer in the team anymore Rashford is okay but I don't I just I don't think Rashford can get you the same goals as Lukaku can right and look Rashford's finishing is a bit iffy Martial is Martial you know he does what he does he'll play well two games and then five games I don't know he goes off to France to play FIFA or something I don't know um (laughs) So yeah, also, I, I, I don't have high hopes for this season. I think I'm, I'd be happy with like a top four play so we can, you know, get knocked out by Ajax or PSG or in the Champions now. League next season. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, the top four and a and a Europa League final, I guess, would be success.
1: Yeah, so, um, I mean now, yeah, you know, now that we're in the Europa League. I guess we're also expected to win it. I mean, or like we're in contention for yeah. that trophy. And trophies are nice, but yeah, when when you say it like that, it sounds like the future is kind of bleak for us. But what if what if OGS goes on a run and win like ten games in a row?
0: no i don't i don't think it's uh, it's like an all like it's not social problem i think it's just the, the way the club is run at the minute i think it's yeah. just like a very very um structural deficiency at the whole the whole the way the club is run um just just in the way they conduct their transfer business just in the way you know they handle um all their pr the the way um the club is you know basically everything they've done the last six or seven years has made the club a joke.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I think unless, unless and until that changes, I don't think United will have any notable success. I think the, the the fact that they're like a really big club now, they make enough money from their noodle partners to have, uh, you know, they'll win the odd FA cup. They'll win the, you know, um, Carabao cup or whatever it's called now. But I just don't think unless and until they replace that like structure, they, have like a completely um solid football structure and i think it might be starting now with like Socia coming in and you know as you mentioned earlier putting in the backroom staff but unless and until that structure is like completely um put in place and you know starts functioning i don't i don't think united will reach city or liverpool even liverpool's level right
1: yeah that's true like liverpool and city are just like on a completely another level and um Yeah, you're right. Like, the club is not being run very well. Like, our CEO is the one negotiating for players, which is, like, just ridiculous, you know? And it's the same guy that's going chasing after business deals. Is also, like, you know... Yeah, there's been talk about this whole director of football thing, but how long are we going to talk about it without actually seeing anything? Which makes me just think that all that is noise, you know? It's
0: not really... And even, even with that, like the, like, the the talk was they were, like, trying to hire, like, Rio Ferdinand or, like, some ex-player, which, does, like, doesn't make sense, really, because, like, a director of football is a very, very specialized position, right? Like, you know, there's only a few people, in, like, maybe, I don't know, in the world, but, like, definitely in Europe who are really, really good at it, right? And United deserve mm-hmm. the best. They don't just deserve, like, you know, um, some ex-footballer just because he knows the club um to come in and do that job so yeah i mean uh, i can go on for hours really i think uh it is really frustrating (laughs) the way the club is run but it is what it is
1: yeah i guess it is what it is that's uh that's just pretty much what we have to live with um but uh yeah, like you know, at the end of the day, there's only so much you can do as, as a fan. And, you know, whenever the game is on, I'm still going to watch it, you know, um, and um, hope for the best. You know, you never know. You never know. Yep. Um, yep. If we might just end up being lucky until, I don't know, whatever. But, yeah, I just wish we had, like, a top class. Oh, Socha is good. But, yeah, like you said, just wish we had a like, top class coach that just yeah. plays well.
0: Who would you so, who would you pick if you had if you could have any a, coach?
1: I was a big fan of Poch and I'm still a big fan of yeah, Poch. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah he's that's really the dream good.
0: right? Yeah, <laughs> that
1: is the dream. I'm jealous of like Spurs fans because they have Poch, but um eh whatever.
0: But maybe just one point that I wanted to like touch about um, this week is what 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 do you make of the whole penalty thing um, with Pogba and Rashford?
1: uh to be honest with you i was watching that game and when i saw pogba stand in front of it that ball i was like this guy's not gonna score like i yeah, just I knew. I knew it
0: i knew it you just you just had yeah feeling, you right? just had a you feeling just had but what yeah. what do you what do, do you think should have taken so like cause I'm, I'm, I'm i'm only asking this because this whole week i think people have like not had nothing to talk about right so this whole week has been has been about um, Pogba Rashford who should have taken the penalty, and then it's come out to like you know all the racist abuse that Pogba's got on Twitter, which is a stupid. Um,
1: yeah, that was really so, dumb.
0: Yeah, but so who 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 whose fault do you think it is? Do you think it's anybody's fault, or just like I think it's just being blown out of proportion?
1: I think it's it's just a penalty. You know, at the end of the day, a penalty is fifty fifty, and you know. Unless, like, you're really good, like uh, Lewandowski or something. But um, it's fine, you know, just move on and learn from it. But, like, I just just want us to have a set penalty taker. Like, if it's Rashford, let's just say it's Rashford and let's just keep it that way forever, you know. And uh, not this whole, like, whoever wins it, you know. Um, I kind of like the system that I think, was it Jose had or somebody before that, LVG, where it's like a list if you of five players. and you miss it, and you, miss you, miss it, it you, you go, it, you go, go down, down the list, yeah. And then the list goes up. You keep taking it until you miss it. I, I love that system. That system would work, like, really well for us, too. Eh, we'll see. Yeah. And, and But then also, you know, like, that game ended 1-1 and... That was a result that we lost last season. So I was team.
0: Yeah, and I think Wolves will beat a lot of good teams this season. So I think it's a it's a decent yeah. result. I think it just it just feels a little like gutting because I think it could have been better. We've like we might have been top of the league by now, but
1: probably like if Pogba scores that penalty, the narrative is completely different. But people yeah. have to remember yeah. that Wolves is also like a really good team. Good team. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: You never know. You never know how these things go, right? Like it's just. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
1: You never know, but like Palace, gosh, Palace. We should that should be a four-nil game, easy. So we'll just see how that goes, and then now that we'll have three games after this weekend, maybe we'll have a better idea of how the team looks like because we played a top four team, a very good mid-top seven, eight team, and a relegation candidate. So we'll know like how the team stacks up.
0: Yeah. Cheers, Tyson.